0: Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I gotta tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBets, bet $50 to win $200. Just bet $50 and win $200 in free bets. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast. Oh mm. Von Miller joins today, Broncos legend, former L.A. Ram, current Buffalo Bill. You want to hear two great pass rushers talking about techniques, playing services, and mentorship in the NFL? You came to the right place. Maybe you wanted to hear about the Buffalo Bills' comeback on Sunday against the Ravens. Maybe you watched Monday Night Football and were like, Man, I wonder what Von would do to that guy on the field with the pink flare. Maybe you wanted to learn a little bit more about Vaughn's charity, Vaughn's Vision. We've got it all. We have a whole bunch of fun. Vaughn's an absolute wonderful person. Y'all enjoy. I didn't want I didn't want to fucking pressure you to come on last week after a loss. I'm like I know how that. No, feels. No man, Oh, but, man, it's
1: good, bro. Like you know, we good, we good for everyone, boy.
0: I used to hate even talking to my you know people I liked on Tuesday after a loss. You know that fucking shit sucks.
1: Yeah, I, you know it's <clears throat> how talking about a win, talking you know talking about a win, like <laughs> yeah. talking on a podcast after win is always good too, it's bro. It's always I, you know, much easier. <laughs> you know, at this point, you know I can I can really do it. Like yeah, I can really I can really do it whenever, man. You know it. I prepared during the week, right? So, this is my mindset now, right? Yeah. During the week, I do as much as I possibly can to have success during the game. Like, I don't leave any stone unturned. Like, yeah. I do, I watch film, I practice hard, I go to treatment. You know, I, I, I like to focus on my mind. I, fo- I love focus on my mindset going to the game. I do everything that I possibly can to win the game. So, when I go in there and I have success or I don't have success or we win or we lose, like, I'm at peace with whatever it is. Like, so I'm not about to have it linger and, like, I'm not about to wear this on my body. You know, and I got – you got kids and stuff now. Yeah. You got kids and stuff now. Like, I can't walk around and be sad because I lost a football game. Well, that's a good –
0: that's a good place to start because, like, I always talk about this after a loss – it's like a sadness contest on the fucking plane after some losses. People got to be—you can't smile on the bus. You can't, you know. Like, and and what's done is done, man. You know, I, you know, twenty-four hour rule. But you know, like, it's time to move on. And ain't no use sulking after a game, like, and trying to win a contest to see who looks the most miserable to the coaches and that type of shit. You know the yeah. thing I'm talking about too, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: you don't want to, you don't want to soak. But it, it's like a, it's like a weird space that you're in after games, right? You don't want to be. Overly happy, gambling. You know what I'm saying? Like doing all this because you want to really, you know, um, you you want to think about that loss because you don't want to yeah. you don't want to feel that shit. Like I don't. Yeah. Losses like nobody wants to accept a loss. Like you want to be reflective. You want to be thinking about like what did I do in this game to have success? What I? Why did we lose? Like how could I have helped out more? Like you you want to be in that mental space. But at the same time, like I don't want to be walking around with a frown. Like cussing everybody like you don't want to be in that space either so it's a it's a it's a fine space that you want to be in you don't want to be too happy but you don't want to be walking around sad and upset either though and that's another
0: thing dude you wore that uh beyonce gave you a give me the background on this thing i i saw it this morning and i'm like the background for people listening is vaughn had on what looked like a space suit to me <laughs> and the first i always tell this story whenever we were on a live watch recently i told people this story the first time i ever met vaughn was I think I was at rehab, uh, which is a pool party in Vegas, uh, and and uh, I'm like, there's a fucking astronaut here. It's hundred degrees out. There's a fucking astronaut at the pool, and I walk by and the guy puts his his, uh, his helmet lens up, and it's Von Miller, and I'm like, oh my god, dude, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. This guy is out here, dude. So yeah. it reminded me of your rehab um, get up, and I guess Beyonce sent you a, an outfit. Tell me how that came about.
1: Yeah man, you know, I, I just honestly I, I came to my locker one day, I didn't know it was coming. I had no idea that I was gonna have this outfit. Um it was a bag it was a box in my locker, open up the box, it's all this reflective stuff. Um I it was a reflective bag, I go in the bag and it's a sweatsuit, uh some pants and some shoes and a note from Beyonce and it's Ivy Park. So I already I was already familiar with Ivy Park. Like I know I this is Beyonce's stuff and I'm like, hey like I'm gonna wear this, like First of all, like, I don't like, I like wearing stuff that will stand out anyway. And yeah. for, f- coming from Beyonce and Adidas, like, I'm going to rock this shit for real. Like, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to rock it. And just in my mind, like, I feel like I can pull off just about, I can pull off a lot of shit. Like, I can, you know, just in my mind when it comes to fashion, like, you know, when I saw this, it's from Beyonce, from Adidas. I'm like, bro, I'm going to rock this shit. I didn't know it was going to have, like, you know, the, the traction that it did, but, yeah. you know. I had to rock it, man. It, it was from the Queen, for sure. See, so you're
0: different, yeah. No, and I bet you there's a lot of moments in Von Miller's life when Von Miller pinches himself, like this is reality, dude. Beyonce's sending me something in in my locker and shit like that. I mean, it's crazy. I, I man. play
1: for I play for the Buffalo Bills. Like, it's not the biggest market. It's not a you know a New York or, or Dallas or L.A. And I'm getting gifts from Beyonce and Adidas. So it was like, <laughs> man, you got you got to take advantage of that, man. And I yeah. and I rock that shit, man. I rock. I rock the hell out of that that outfit for sure. I think it's only got one, it's only got one life though. I don't think I can run it back. Yeah, anymore. you can't
0: was, run that back. You can't run that back and you have to win when you wear that outfit. I know like you probably feel like we've already talked about this when you lose like fuck it, it's over and everything and the hay is in the barn as we would say. But like, you know, you can't you wear that after a loss out to the bus. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like when Joe um when Burrow rolled up the other night to play the Dolphins in that suit, I was like, "Oh, they're winning." Yeah. Like you can't, you can't. You're burning the no. ships wearing that outfit, dude. No, you can't.
1: You, you you can't go out there and lose. Like the traction that it had for a win. Like if you lose wearing some shit like that, like yeah, that should have that run. That should have run for days. Like you would be a meme. <laughs> like you would be a meme for. Like you would be a meme forever. So it was a little risk taking, it man. And I'm fortunate like that. We we were able to to get the dub for sure.
0: Man, me and Lane were ready to get crying, Jordan, when we threw those dog masks on. Had we lost to Atlanta? Had we lost to Minnesota that year? So I know exactly what you mean. Probably not on the scale of wearing a space suit. That was dope, but definitely drew some attention. This weekend, man, I want to talk about this game. I, incredible goal line stand. I mean, just wh- what do you see out there when those guys, you know, you knock it down on first down. The, the, the play of the game was the second down play. Mm-hmm. 93 blew that whole shit up.
1: Yep.
0: I mean, um, wh- how encouraging is that from, from your group?
1: I'm on the like I'm on the sideline and here with the here with the Bills like, you know I I, I feel good and I'm and I want to be out there like my whole career I've been playing like ninety five like ninety to eighty five percent like right in there all the big time moments I'm on the game so it was it was weird to be on the sideline and like watching like you know and I trust my coaches you know I, I trust Coach McDermott you know I, I trust Coach Fraser trust Coach Washington but deep down in my heart it's like bro like I need to be in there you know at the yeah. same time. Like, I trust my my teammates out there, too. You know, it was Shaq Lawson and, and, and Greg Rousseau out there. And I trust those guys. Those guys have been making plays, you know, since forever. So, at the same time, you want to be out there, um, but you trust your your the players is out there and, and you trusting the coaches to, you know, keep you healthy. So, I'm sitting there watching, like, chomping in the bit, you know, chomping, you know, biting my nails. And, you know, we have a big-time play on second down. Third down, I think it was incomplete. And then... Fourth, then fourth they going for it on fourth down because I'm looking like okay, I, I like to think in situational terms as a as a pass rusher, you know, being in the league twelve years, I'm like bro, they should just kick the field goal, you know, they right. kick the field goal. Now we got to go down there and kick, the, you know, it's it, it creates a tighter game, and then, you know you start thinking like they're slow off they're slow off the field. I'm like bro, they gonna go for this shit. They, about, mm-hmm. they really about to go for it. Like it's Lamar Jackson. Like I see that too, you know. But if yeah. they don't get this, like. We still gotta go down there. We can kick a field goal to win it. So we get some pressure on him. He's running. He throws the ball up, and like Jordan Poirier comes out of nowhere. Bro, he
0: was on the end. He was on the end. I keep saying he was on the end in Ravens, dude. Bro, Bro he what a ju- play!
1: He, he came out of nowhere. At least he ran about <clears throat> twenty. He ran about twenty yards for the interception. Ran twenty yards for the interception. He intercepts the ball. Like, and there's no better fit than like than to have the momentum change. But you know, I'm. I'm experienced enough and I've been around for long enough like the game isn't over like yeah. you know we, we're still that's and that's been one of my um, that's been one of my uh, one of my messages to the team like don't blink so I'm still thinking like we're still in the fight we're going to have to go to overtime defense is still going to have to win it Yeah, you know Josh Allen he does his thing you know we get a rough and the passer call it, it advances us we get down to the goal line and I'm still thinking like bro they got Calais Campbell mm-hmm. he blo- he's blocked like 20 field goals like yeah. his whole career like we got to get this thing through the uprights. You know, they do a quarterback sneak. Instead of Josh scoring, he kind of he kind of himself up, and he just mm-hmm. gets on the, the one yard line to, you know, to get the first down. They run the clock out, kick the field goal, and that was it, man. It was it wow. was a, it was a crazy environment to come back by seventeen, man, and you know the win, man. The shit was dope.
0: Well, it was awesome. And wire to wire, like you said, uh, you know, like you can never relax. It did help to get the pick because, you know, I didn't hate Harbaugh going for it in that situation because I am afraid of your offense, right? I'll admit it. I'm not playing so I could admit it. If I'm, if I'm a Raven, I'm like, let's get this six. Um, but it's the pick that kills them. Right, because then you know they, then you're not pinned back on the one. You guys get the touchback. You're out of the danger zone offensively. So I thought that was interesting at the end of the game. And Harbaugh is a big analytics guy, but he always takes context into into the equation, which I think is a smart way to do it. You talked about your snaps, and I, you know I'd been there. Certainly, I wasn't you, but you know late in my career, I wanted to play in every situation. You know, like I was used to playing, especially when you got in the league, and especially when I got in the league, it, there wasn't as much rotation. Period, and they weren't taking care of vets. On you know year ten, year eleven, you've played about half the snaps um, this year. I know some of the games have spiked up north of fifty percent. I know it's harder when you get older because you want to do everything. Do you? Does it make you feel better physically? Do you feel like you need to set up rushes more? Do you get frustrated with not getting in a rhythm? Because I used to get frustrated not getting in a rhythm because you're like, okay, yeah, my body feels better, but I might, I might rather be feeling a little bit shittier. To be able to set up this big rush in the fourth quarter and get more reps, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, you know, as a you know, all pass rushes they have like all the greats have a setup, and you know it's really the game within the game. Yeah, and, you know, sometimes you might be sometimes you might set up this move, especially versus the good tackles like Elaine Johnson or Tyron yeah. Smith or Trent Williams or you know Trent Brown. Like it's going to take you all game to really set up this pass rush. So it is a um, you know it's like a learning curve, but. When I'm out there, I, what I what I say in my head is shoot the 3. Like, yeah. I'm shoot I'm shooting the 3 like every single time like I'm out there I'm shooting the 3. I'm 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 going for it whenever I and then sometimes they might leave me out there a whole series and they might rotate the young guys and just let me get into it, especially earlier in the game. So, when I come into a game, I'm shooting I'm James Harden like I'm pulling up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm giving them everything I got, like I'm running to the ball, like I'm doing everything I possibly can do at the beginning of the game instead of like holding back that 10%. Yeah, I'm leaving it all out there at the beginning of the game, and I feel like that it's a different space to be in. But I, I've been getting modest from it. Like, you know, I got three sacks and, and four games, and you know, I feel great. Um, they still give me Wednesdays off. So, oh, playing, yo, what a blessing! I'm playing, I'm playing half. I'm playing half of the. I'm playing 50 of the snaps. I get Wednesdays off. When I practice Thursday, I, I still don't practice the full the full uh, practice on Thursday. The majority of my time, as, as you can attest to this. You know, the majority of my time off the field is going back into my body, whether that's some yeah. salt, whether it's dry needling, whether that's getting this workout in, whether that's working on my starts, whether that's working on my pass rush move. The majority of my time when I'm at the facility and and when I'm at work is really just trying to recover. So yeah. I feel great when I go in there. I'm not playing as much. Um, I'm not getting those little, let me knock on wood, I'm not getting those little nicks and like yeah. bruises like that, you know, throw your pass rush off. It's, it's still early in the season, but... You know, Coach McDermott and Coach Frazier and Coach Washington—they're really doing a good job. Which I didn't—I didn't really trust it at first, but you know, being into it, man, like you know, I trust those guys, and I feel great.
0: That's a hard thing, like when you're an older vet and <clears throat> and you're not like old old yet because you don't play like you're old. I mean, you're 33, right?
1: Thirty-three, yes, sir.
0: It signed a six-year deal, so that begs the question: How long does this guy want to play? <laughs> Holy shit! But uh, but you just had McVeigh. He took care of guys. I heard mm-hmm. from Big yeah. Wit and stuff. It yeah. sounded like lovely out there mm-hmm. in L.A. So you want to go somewhere, especially if you're going to a colder climate. You're playing on a turf field, which we talked about. Like you go from a division that's got three grass fields out of four, right? In the NFC West, which is a thing of beauty, because I share the same sentiment as you. We should be playing on grass. Not just for the big non contact injuries, but because it's a fucking attrition on your body and your joints. But then you're headed to Buffalo. It's cold. You get this coach. He looks tough as shit. He's never smiling. (laughs) You know, like you figure maybe he doesn't give you a rest. So it's nice to to find out you're going to have Wednesdays and that sort of thing. That's a big mystery when you're doing that dance in free agency. You don't want to sound lazy, but you're like, are you going to take care of me? Because I'm a bit, you know, this is my business. My body's my business.
1: One of my big things was. Not being able to play with Aaron Donald, um, yeah, you know, not being able to play with Aaron Donald because I, I could have easily rolled off into the sunset and brushed with Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd and Greg Gaines, like we had already had it. And I, when I first got there, when I got traded, I was talking to Aaron Donald, which he's been to the past Summit and we—I already knew him. I was already familiar with Pat, with uh, Aaron Donald. But when I was there, we started talking about football, and you can just like see it and feel it. It felt like me and Demarcus all over again. Yeah. So one of one of my biggest things was. Not being able to play with Aaron Donald and not being able to have that, because nobody—I don't care—I don't care who we got, like, and that's—that's that's not knocking my teammates that I'm playing with now or anything like that. But it's just Aaron Donald. So I come here, and they and they tell me about Ed Oliver, which I was familiar with him. They talk to me about Boogie Basham and AJ Epinesa and, and Greg Rousseau. and they we had signed uh, Daquan da, Daquan Jones and and, um, and Jordan Phillips. Yeah. So when okay, I was like, okay, we, we might not have Aaron Donald, but we definitely got a lot of dogs. Like yeah. we definitely got a lot of dogs, and they were telling me like, okay, the Rams had the number they gave uh, the second most vet days in the NFL. Do you know who number one was last year? And I was like, no, nah, who's number one? He's like us. We gave more vet days than any other than any other organization. Where
0: do I sign? <laughs> I
1: was like, what? <laughs> I got my contract in front of me. And I'm like, damn, like, do I really want to do this? Like, yeah. it's L.A. I, it's, it's it's March, and, and this shit is cold. Like, it's not cold, yeah, but dude, it's, yeah. it's still cold. I just came from the Bahamas. <laughs> I was in L.A. Like, I'm like, bro, do I really want to do this? Coach McDermott comes in, and he was like, hey, like, I was sitting in there for 30 minutes, and he was like, hey, like, we not we don't need you to come save us. This is not It's not that situation. We want you to come here and be you. Yeah. Man, we're not going to you out. We need you to come here and be Vaughn on the field and off the field. And we heard about you off the field, how you are in the locker room. We need that Vaughn. And I'm like, hold on. Okay, yeah. At this point in my career, all I want to do is win games, and I want to be in positions to rush the passer. We got Josh Allen. We're going to have leads. I'm going to be able to rush. We're going to win games. You know, I don't like playing on turf. That was one of the knocks. But I was like, man, I can't you know, I'll be, be able to do it, man. I signed, man, and honestly, like – and uh, honestly, like coming here every day, coming into the facility, like the infrastructure with the Buffalo Bills from the, uh, the cafeteria ladies to the janitors to, um, you know, the media guys to the strength and conditioning coaches to everybody, man, they're, they're all about positive energy. They're all about um, how, could I, how could I put Vaughn in the best situation for success? And even though it's not LA, it still has that same type of vibe where they care. You know, they care about you. They want to see you win. The fans here, at Bills Mafia is like mm. incredible, man. And you know, I, I I definitely didn't make a mistake, man. And I'm fortunate I, I was able to, you know, um, to to really put my put all that stuff out the window and sign on a dollar line, man. And I'm, I'm happy to be here, and uh, I'm happy to be a part of Bills. Mafia, I'm happy to be a part of Bills Mafia, and I'm happy to be a Buffalo Bill for sure. Football
0: season brings back many traditions we know and love. Touchdown dances, pick sixes, strip sacks, game-winning sacks, tackles, hitting the quarterback, and watching it all with friends in a cooler Miller Lite. The action on the field is reliable year after year. Pair it with the most reliable light beer, Miller Lite. My perfect Miller Lite situation, the air's crisp, the leaves are turning. I got a cooler full of Miller Lights. It's just warm enough to sit outside, maybe an outdoor TV and I got about 12 to 16 of those bad boys in my cooler. (laughs) And I have three friends over because I'm drinking responsibly. Miller Lite is the perfect beer for football Sundays because of the dependable taste, your friends love it, it's got low calories and carbs, and it's just a sleek, beautiful can. Since 1975, Miller Lite has been a mainstay in the stadium, at the tailgate, and in your fridge. No matter how your team plays, Miller Lite always provides a winning experience. With only 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounce serving, your only concern is the next third down conversion, and Miller Lite tastes like beer. Because if you're a beer lover, you don't want watered down flavor, you want the original light beer. Football season brings back the big hits, so reach for the biggest of them all, Miller Lite. You can find Miller Lite pretty much everywhere beer sold. Or go to MillerLight.com slash GreenLight for delivery options near you. It's Miller time, official beer partner of the GreenLight podcast. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Have you seen somebody in person get thrown through a table
1: yet? No, I have I have it, but after that after that Rams game, after that Rams game, my cousin, he you know, he came to the game, they were leaving, he's like, "Bro, the Bills fans are crazy. Any table that they see." And I thought they set the tables up and they just break them, but nah. any table that they see like leaving these stadiums or whatever they are breaking yeah. it like, yeah. especially after wins and stuff. He's like, "Bro, the Bills fans are crazy, man. And it feels good that you got these guys rooting for you, man." And we were we were in we were in Baltimore. About 40% of the crowd was was yeah. Bills fans. We went to L.A. to start the season off. Half of that stadium was Bills fans. Like, man, this community wants it, man. They they want to they see a championship. They want to see wins, man. And I'm, I'm going to do everything in my power to, to give it to them for sure.
0: So we talked about field services. How about rushing in the rain? I always get this question. Does it affect you as a rusher and how?
1: I feel like if the field is beat up, yes. You know, it's just like yeah. rushing in snow. Yeah. You know, if the field is beat up, then it's, it's just certain stuff that you can't do, that little – speed up the corner and cut the edge and, like, rip and come around the corner, it's not going to be there. You kind of – and then for the offensive lineman too, it's not going to be there. The anchor is not going to be there for speed to power. You know, a a left to right, like, cross chop is not going to be there. So, I I honestly feel like depending on the surface, the way you rush has to change for sure. You know, I think more – I think, you know, those sloppy games, those snow games are are more built for speed to power guys, guys that can go and, you know, power pop and, and, and snatch guys off. You know, I like to think as a pass rusher, I can do a little bit of everything. You can, right? you, you can. Know, when I speed is my game, you know, speed yeah. is my game. You know, long arm that's my game. But you have to be able to do a little bit of everything in this league because you know we play in rain, sleet, hail, you know, snow, windy. We play in all these environments, and you want to be you want to be a pass rusher that can have success in any environment. So you got to have one or two tools in each environment. But I, when it comes to turf, you want to play on turf when it's when it's rainy. Yeah. You know, because it's not going to move. Um, yep. A good grass field, a good grass field would be good, too. But, you know, at this point in the season, you know, it, a lot of these fields are chewed up. But grass is always going to still be grass. That is the number one option. But, you know, rain or rain or snow, you, a turf field to be good. You can hold up going around the corner. But any day for me like i, I pick grass over everything you know me I, too. I, I i'm just i'm I, it doesn't matter if it's chewed up or not like i i just love grass i love the way it feels like when you fall on it like when i'm coming when i'm coming around the edge whether i slip or not you can always put like detachable cleats on to help you yep. out so i'm yep. al- i'm always vote grass
0: 100% Yeah you're right though it is a power guys you know game when when it's wet out there cuz you know it, it, both guys offensive tackle and defensive end Are losing a little bit of traction. So if you bull pull somebody, you know if you can get in somebody's chest and you got a great long arm, like that's the one thing people think about. Oh, Vaughn's ghost move and all this stuff, and yeah, that's cool. But I don't know what that feels like being able to do that. (laughs) I know what a long arm feels like, and when I see you sink a long arm into somebody's chest, uh, you can really appreciate the power. Is the long arm more about body positioning? Is it timing? Is it accuracy?
1: I like to I like to play the game within the game. So. I, and I always like debrief on my rush that I have before. So if I ran, if I'm running, if I'm trying to run around a guy and he's pulling his hands back, it's, it's it tells me that he's not really worried about my power. Like he's not really worried about the speed of power. So even though I'm not the strongest, even though I'm not a Khalil Mack or, or 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 a Cam Jordan or you know any of those guys that's just going to run through your chest and run you straight to the quarterback, I still have to be able to do it just to throw yeah. him off. And I think the element of surprise is really what opens it up for me because I've been doing speed 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 and now I'm gonna go stutter long on to the chest and I might go speed to power even though I might not win it's just to give this I want the offensive lineman thinking about everything with me I'm just thinking about one or two moves yeah but for him I want him thinking about speed to power long arm speed spin. he might run a text game he might run an exit game I want those guys thinking about everything so when I do hit the stutter speed I can still I can be around them by you know one or two steps. So I want these guys thinking about all type of things, and but for me I want to be thinking about one or two moves, and that's speed starter swipe, uh, speed long arm around the edge, and all those other things like the ghost and the spin. All of that stuff it just really stems off of those two moves.
0: How fucking hot was it in Miami, dude?
1: Man, it was hot, bro. It it was hot, (laughs) but you know, with me being in the league twelve years, like. I prepared for that game. I got an IV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I went to the facility. I got an (laughs) IV during the week. Yeah. You know, I stayed there with my salts. Yeah. And honestly, it's not all about fluids. You got to eat too, man. You do. You got to eat like like real meals. And I know sometimes on game days, you know, guys kind of like take a step back. But you got to like eat. You got to put those carbs in the night before. Yeah. You got to put those carbs in the day of. Like you got to eat and drink to playing those hot games. And I had long sleeves on out there and. You know our offense was on the field for ninety three plays. That's so the killer. The TLP the, was crazy. Yeah, they were on the field for ninety three plays, and I think we played forty. Like we played right at forty plays. So that third quarter, I'm on the sideline. Like I'm getting up. I'm like warming up. I'm like, man, I'm. I yeah. feel full. I feel like I'm overhydrated. Like yeah, you know, yeah. I got to I got to warm up and stuff. So you know everybody out there came to came to play. Whether it was the second string wide receiver, third string wide receiver, uh, we had we had Reggie, our, our fullback. He played. Fullback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end all in that game. And it just shows you the type of guys that we got in this locker room, man. And
0: yeah, because Miami's a good football team. We've learned that so far. But, you know, like, as far as a loss goes, I said this on this show. I was like, that's not a plane you're, you're on the way home from beating each other up over. I mean, that's you guys are down to the nub in multiple position groups. It's 120 degrees out there. You're playing a good football team. And you lost the game. I mean, you know, you're going to lose a fucking game, dude. You know, it's it's better to get punched in the mouth the first month of the season and, and see how you respond than December. So I thought that was a, a good uh, – you know, if there's any such thing as a loss that doesn't piss you off, it might be that one, and I feel like you guys got to feel good the next time you play them.
1: Yeah, a loss every now and then. Of course – I wanna win that's just how I think I wanna win yeah. every fucking game that I play. And I feel like I'm gonna go undefeated every year. Yeah. But a loss every now and then, bro, is, is good medicine. You know? Yeah. We lost the last game of the season to the 49ers when I was with the Rams last year. And I think yeah. that was it. We went from being a number one seed to the number four seed. And I think that loss like really put us in check. Like, man, like if we don't come out here and do everything that we possibly can do this to win this game, it is a chance that we lose. And we had like a, a four or five game win streak. Going into that loss, where you know you kind of get away from like, man, we can't lose. And I think yeah. a, re- a good reality check every now and then is, is always good for good teams.
0: If you're here in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I have great news for you. WinBet is now offering two hundred dollars in free bets for new users. That's right, two hundred dollars, two hundred big ones on a $50 bet. WinBet is basically giving you free money. Don't turn that down, don't pass that up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Let's talk about young rushers, man. I mean, you know, there's a lot of exciting young rushers in the league. Are there, are there any that, that catch your eye? Um, I know you've been a mentor to guys in Buffalo. I mean, I really love uh, Chubb. He's one of my favorite young guys to watch. You, you've mentored him in, in Denver. It, who do you like watching? Who jumps out at you on tape?
1: I think I think number one it starts uh with me with Micah Parsons. Like um yeah. oh I like I like Micah Parsons a whole lot. Um, you know, I like uh Bradley Chubb, of course. Greg yeah. Rousseau is incredible. Um Alex Highsmith is incredible. Um, you know, I, I like all of these guys, man. And yeah. Um just to be a part just to be a part and like give like little knowledge, man, like that that that's what it is for me. Like guys don't have to like you know, come to the pastor or or when a guy hits you up and like, ask you like, what was I thinking on this? Or like, I just like being a part of it, man. When you're, you're 12, like, and you've done everything that you possibly can do to whether it's, whether it's contracts or stats on the field, like, bro, I just want to be a part of other guys' careers. Like that's all it really is. I want to give back to the game that has given so much to me, man. I've seen yeah. guys do it before me from uh, Elvis Doomerville to, uh, DeMarcus where, and I'm in that same position now where I'm just giving the knowledge back and I'm just paying it forward, man. And it, it's a, it's a true blessing to, to really be in a situation for sure.
0: Yeah. Can you imagine not wanting to help a young guy out?
1: Like, like there's gotta, be some, I
0: know there are, and I'm not, you know, like I don't have anybody in particular, but, and I understand like when we got in the NFL in, in 08 and for you, it was like 11 or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but you know, vets were different You know, like vets were these big grumpy old guys and they'd seen it all and they didn't want to give rookies, you know, a a piece of the pie early, depending on the place you went. And then part of that made you better because it humbled you like, oh, this motherfucker doesn't want to talk to me. I guess I got to earn it. But I really do think like in today's NFL, if you're not helping young guys out and you're denying, you know, them the opportunity to get better with what you've learned, like there's something wrong with you. Like somebody did it for you, man. Like don't be insecure.
1: I feel like it's some type of insecurity there. I I definitely feel like that. I I, I definitely feel like it's some type of insecurity there, and that's understandable. Like, you're watching this young guy pop off, and like, you know, do like it's. I I get it. Like, you know, everybody thinks different, but yeah, for me, I'm I'm just I'm at peace. Like, I'm not really on social media like that. Like, I'm not looking at who's one or who's two. Like, I'm I'm looking at myself, and I'm trying to get the most mileage out of my game. You know, and I'm trying to impact the game, and I'm trying to leave my stamp on the game, whether that's talking to guys, whether that's doing a pass rush summit, whether that's, you know, continue to get sacks. Like, yeah. I'm so, I'm so, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking inward. Like, I'm not like looking at everybody else to see like, dang, he's a little bit faster than me or this. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm trying to see how, how can I, how can I improve? How can I, you know, give a little knowledge? And I think that, that, that keeps me at peace. You know, it, it, it really does. And, and like you said, when you came in the league, it wasn't like that. But when I got to – when I became a captain with the Denver Broncos, the first thing I I wanted to do was take away the rookie stuff. Like, there are no rookies in the league. Like, we are all pros. And when you don't go to the playoffs and when you're not winning games, like – Bro, we need this rookie to come in here and be successful. We need this yeah. r- in Denver we came we had a lot of rookie quarterbacks so a lot of young quarterbacks come through there. Like I don't wanna treat him like a rookie. I wanna treat him like a pro. I wanna treat him like Peyton Manning because that's that's how I need him to perform. That's what I need him that's the type of mental space where I need him to be at. You know, yeah. I don't want to, like, be playing these mental games. They like, go get me Popeye's before the plane. Or, yeah, I mean, the Popeye's.
0: Really, like... By the time I got old, I wasn't eating Popeye's <laughs> on the plane anymore because I actually had to watch what the fuck I was eating. Yeah, man, like, yeah. I, I don't
1: want do <laughs> to do these guys like that, man. I want to those guys like pros because I want them to go perform like pros. And I think that's where that's where it started with me.
0: Like, you're going to need them in the fourth quarter on that goal line stand. Like, you're going to need the backup safety or, the, or number 93 or the kid who tips the pass and you end up with a pick uh, earlier in the game, like you're going to need those guys. If somebody don't want to get his fucking haircut, I mean, I'm not going to be the guy fighting a rookie yeah, <laughs> who's probably hair, hungrier than me, stronger than me. <laughs> yeah,
1: man, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to be that,
0: fighting Josh sweat. Cause he doesn't want to cut his fucking dreads. Yeah, like who bro. am I dude? <laughs> so yeah, somebody else can do that bullshit. But, um, you know, I want to ask you about this. We do code breaks on this on this show. Dominique Robinson, who's a good young rusher in Chicago, and nobody's going to watch him play because the team's not very good, but he can rush. Uh, they, the, I guess he had a sack or two week one against the Niners, and we know Trent Williams is the best in the game. Him and Lane, to me, best in the game. Um, <clears throat> he gave up a tell on Trent Williams. He's like, well, anytime he had his his heel up in the air, I know to do this, that, and third. I think that's a code break. I think it's it's hustling backwards for him because he might see Trent again. And two, some of your D-line brethren want to get in on this fucking uh, yeah. on this little tip on Trent yeah. Williams. So when yeah. you get a tell, you definitely don't share it with the public. Do you even share it with other people in the room?
1: <laughs> I share I share as much as I possibly can with my guys. Like, yeah, you know, and even you know the occasional you know offensive lineman like here and there. Like you know I, I you know I, I would share not when I'm playing. I just feel so comfortable, like, in my game. Like yeah. I would never, I would never put it in the media. But then again, that could that could really play because when you got a Trent Williams, I don't think he's really, I don't think he really cares if his foot is up. He doesn't give a shit. Down. Like he, I'm sure he he can he can tell you his pass. Like yeah. I'm sure he could tell you before the play is past and he'll yeah. still be able to do his job.
0: Hey kid, Plus, I'm deep setting
1: yeah like i i'm sure like i'm sure like i'm gonna I'm, shoot
0: my inside hand now
1: i'm sure like you know it's not really is is as, as big yeah. as like you know we make it especially with the good guys now you got some fish now that you know will really show it like you don't want to give those tips away man you just want to you know let it be what it is you just want, like all of your guys are getting on it and i'm and i do a good job of like sending text messages to guys i hit guys yeah. up before i play them like yeah. Hey, like so, Justin Houston. Of course, he's not gonna tell me nothing about the Ravens, but you know, we played the Dolphins before, and, and they played the Dolphins before us. So I'm asking them, like, hey, like, what, like, do you have any tips, like this and that? You know, I asked Matthew Judon. They just played the Ravens the week before. You know, so I got like a little, you know, I, I, I you know, I reach around and, yeah. I, and I and I and I pass out knowledge too. That's that's what we do. I hit up Cameron Jordan, like you know, whenever you know, I, that's what that's what the pastor summit is for. You build like these these. uh these relationships with all these guys, and you know, you pass around information, but I never give it to the media. And I would, and at the end of the day, these guys are grown men, like, yeah, these guys are grown men. You don't want to ever motivate a guy, like, yeah, to play more than what he normally would do, like, that's yeah. just, that's, that's not smart. I'm not a big bulletin board material guy, I'm not a big trash talker, yeah, you know, I don't like to get in there and like really just talk crazy to a guy to get him to play to a level that he wouldn't normally play it. Like, I want, yeah. I, I don't really do too much talking at all like when I'm out there. I want guys to just go and do what you do.
0: But you got to switch, I'm sure. What's your biggest pet peeve like that somebody's just going to like, you know, this is going to flip Vaughn's switch and now you're going to get five sacks instead of three.
1: When any, If anybody talks trash to me, which I, I really get, like... Yeah,
0: you really like, get that, I'm sure. Anybody
1: anybody that, that like talks trash to me, like I, I really like gets that. Anybody that's... Doing like extra shit after the play, like I, you know, I get it. Like offensive line, you want to finish through the whistle.
0: Did did they ever get back to you in the chip conversation? I felt like yeah. you made some really valid points. I got on there and was talking about it, and, and and I was, I was kind of, I was kind of like ambivalent about it, if that's the word. I just didn't. I was like, man, I got chipped really fucking hard a couple times in my career. Yeah, it hurt like a motherfucker, but it's part of the game, right? And then I heard you talking about it. And my wheels started spinning. I'm like, it's the only play in football that, that you're allowed to launch into somebody's head where that, that player is, is unprotected. And, you know, nothing ever happens. In fact, we celebrate it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I don't think Leonard Fournette got fined, and that's a, it's a fine line I want to walk, complaining about offensive players doing shit because I hated when we got fined because somebody in the media was talking about it. Yeah. You know, I hit a quarterback too high. Trent Dilfer circles me on Monday, and then I get a check for 20K, you know, because I hit Josh Freeman in the head. So, like – I thought it was that you had some valid points. I thought people had valid points. Has the league in any way like reached out to you? Have you talked to anybody about that?
1: No, I, I haven't really talked to anybody, but I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sure it like a changes. It has to come. And, you know, I think at the core of this conversation is we want this game to be as safe as possible. Like I want my son to grow up and I want him to play this game and I yep. want to still have life and I want to still like evolve. Like, you know, one of the dark spots on our league is it, it, it is a violent game. You know, you get concussions, you get hurt. You know, it's all type of things. It's a, it's a dangerous sport. But um, to that note, we want to make it as safe as possible. I think a tight end, motioning in, yep. and hitting the guy from the outside, that has to be out. Mm-hmm. If the guy's already stationary on the line of scrimmage or you motion him up and he's stationary, that's good. You you as a pass rusher, you have to be aware. Like
0: you have time to see him.
1: Yeah, that he, he's here. But if you motion a guy in to chip you from the outside in, and I'm rushing up the field, like that has to be out. If he's it's, stationary on the line of scrimmage, it's all good.
0: It's like the Thibodeau play, which uh, you know I felt bad for him, but I also am like, at least we have a chance to see that split zone. Yeah, like yeah. and you know these guys go low. Is it yeah. is it cowardly? Fuck yeah,
1: you got to have your hands ready.
0: Yeah. yeah, we know, like you know, but like when when we can't see somebody coming. That's where we're supposed to be protected. So I thought, like, man, I know you're doing some media stuff now, sort of. I was like, you're ready. These takes have been on fire, dude. The chips, the the the, the grass fields. Like Vaughn's got some quality takes out here, so he's ready for the next chapter in five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years.
1: I appreciate. It. And another and another thing to that field stuff, like English Premier League, all the fields of grass. Yep. La Liga. Yep. Like, Bar- like Barcelona FC, Madrid, like Real Madrid. Like, all of those fields, like, are grass fields. Yeah. When those guys come to America and they play in our stadiums, they put grass over the turf. Yeah. And I'm sure owners, they can come up with some type of argument that says, like, turf is the same as grass. Like, and I'm sure as players, we can come up with an argument that says grass is safer than turf. At the end of the day, you got to listen to the quarterback. You got to listen to the quarterbacks. You got to listen to the big name players. You got to listen to all the players in general. Like, yeah. You know, if we're saying, like, hey, grass is safer, grass feels better, like, you got to go with that. I love SoFi. I love the Rams. Like, I love everything about L.A., but it was just shocking to me that SoFi was a turf field. Like, the best best stadium in all of sports. Like, the best stadium in in all of sports. Foreign, like, here. Like, I don't know. It is the the best stadium. I don't know, bro. What about the new Vegas
0: stadium? What about the new Vegas stadium? That thing is fucking sweet to look at. It's cool. I've been in the club down on the field, like watching a game (laughs) where you motherfuckers (laughs) are out there busting your asses and I got a bottle of fucking, you know, whatever it is in there. Uh, That's a pretty sweet stadium too now.
1: It's a cool stadium and, you know, I'm sure like it can be an argument made, but. I'm telling you, so yeah. far when it's it's state of the art, yeah. it is the best stadium that we have, like in all the sports. And you know, L.A. is close, and yeah. you, know, you got a lot of you got. I mean, Vegas is close. You got a lot of you got a lot of stadiums that's close. But that state that field needs to be grass, like. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm sure people will fight me on it, you know, but that's just that's just my take on it. Um, you know, I, I know Mercedes Benz, the Mercedes Benz Stadium in in, uh, in Atlanta is that yeah. turf.
0: I think it's I think it's turf. Yeah, I played there. Didn't I? No, no, no. Yeah, I haven't played there. That we just missed them. I just missed that stadium. But I think it's up. turf. Like it, it but Baltimore up. changed the grass. That was they a big did. victory for us. Yeah, I couldn't did. believe it. They actually went back the right direction. And I hope if the Bills ever have a new stadium, they stay. They go to grass. I know it's pr- fucking shitty to take care of grass up there, but look at all these golf courses all over America. How the they fuck can do a great job. we can't? Yeah, they could do a great job with the football field. Every deep playoff run starts with building an amazing team. Doing the same for your business doesn't take a room full of scouts. You just need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Find great talent faster through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job according to Indeed Data US. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed helps star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking to coding. Indeed assessments help take the stress out of the interview process. Your candidates get to prove themselves before the interview and you can dive deeper into talking about what's important to you. Even better, Indeed's the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. Indeed is an unbelievably powerful hiring partner, delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest 2019. Visit indeed.com greenlight to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com greenlight. Indeed.com greenlight. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application, pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so a, a grab bag real quick before we get out of here, man. The streaker last night, not a streaker, not naked, but somebody who's running on the field. I know you probably watched the game. There's some great pass rushers out yeah. there. Uh, but Bobby Wagner <laughs> lighting this motherfucker up, holding a, a pink canister of smoke. Vaughn, are you putting effort into, into lighting this guy up? What's your policy on on people running on the field? Do you just like to sit back and watch, or do you want to get in on the action Terry Tate somebody?
1: I just I, I just sit back and watch. Like, yeah. like if anything it's a break for me to like, you know, catch my breath. Yeah. You know, even when we catch interceptions and they run to the end zone, like yes. I'm never the guy I'm never the guy that's running down there. Like I'm not about to exert all the energy to do that. Like, oh I'm god, just... dude. When <laughs> they were taking
0: pictures, they were taking all the pictures in the end zone and dudes are like sliding in the end zone and like laying on their back and doing a group picture like I was at the forty.
1: Yeah, I'm not doing that, man. I'm not doing that. But it was cool to see like him get laid out, but you know, not <laughs> not me i'm a you know i'm a i'm a sip i'm a i'm a chill and you know sip on some of this water man until they get it done
0: (laughs) get to stay hydrated man and then the last one man the triangle i heard you break it down somewhere else but i want to i want to hear it straight from from you i thought it was dope as fuck you know um a dark side of the moon fan pink floyd fan here i thought maybe for a second you were a pink floyd guy but it's got a whole a whole deep meaning to you and it kind of Earlier, when you're talking about growth and maturation, and just kind of being at peace with yourself, like how important is a concept like that, and how important is it for you to work on yourself off the field spiritually?
1: It, you know, it, it means everything, <laughs> and I think at this point in my career, I've, I've been in every single situation that you can possibly be in on a football team. You know, I've been a young star, I've been a young shithead, um, I've, I've been mm-hmm. uh, injured, I've been, I've had, uh, you know, season-ending injuries. You know, honestly, my hair doesn't even grow like my hair doesn't even grow like that everywhere else. (laughs) In the back, we're all all hanging on, dude. (laughs) In the back, it it grows like that's where I got the good hair. You know, I had the triangle. Um, You know, I looked it up one day what it meant, and it it, it all just kind of chose me. It it means, you know, uh, growth, manifestation, um, positive energy, in nature, and in the world, like the triangle always uh, uh, symbolizes longevity from the pyramids to. You know, throughout the course of history. And honestly, I, it started off with a haircut and then I started doing research on it. And, you know, it all, it's, that's, the triangle represents who I am. Yeah. You know, I'm all about positive energy, uh, manifestation. I'm trying to manifest a Super Bowl here in Buffalo. Like, yeah. And everything that the, tri- the triangle symbolizes, bro, it, it, it's me. And, um, you know, to see Bill's Mafia get the haircut and everything. I was going to say, dude, him, you man.
0: probably got a bunch of guys getting triangle haircuts and, up in Buffalo. <laughs>
1: Man, it's, it's, it's cool, man, because at the end of the day, you want to just be yourself. And when, and when people embrace you for who you are, like, it's, it's super cool.
0: Have you bicked it? Have you done the LeBron yet?
1: No,
0: I, I haven't done it. I'm at
1: peace, man. I'm hanging on. You are so at peace, bro. You're going
0: to have a horseshoe, bro. You're going to be that OG with the horseshoe, man. With the triangle today. On your horse farm in Texas with the triangle and the horseshoe. Yeah. Um, Vaughn's Von, Vision Foundation provides Denver children access to free eye exams and glasses. It's awesome, man. You're a great dude off the field. The people that know you know that. Um, tell us about your foundation and the work you do.
1: And before I get started, man, you are you are too, man. You know, Thanks, bro. Some of the stuff, Appreciate some of the stuff that you did with, with Water Boys, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, man. And, and you know all the things that you're doing overseas, like and here too, man. It's incredible, man. And, Thanks, man. You know I just follow guys like like you and, and Tim Tebow and all the guys that before me that have really had a huge impact on their following and their fans, man. I'm just trying to do the same. I started Vons Vision in 2012. After um, seeing Tim Tebow do some of the great things that he did with the Tim Tebow Foundation, you know, I'm not Tim Tebow. I'm not building, you know, um, hospitals in the Philippines and some of the amazing things that he's doing. So it took me a year to kind of figure out what I wanted to do. Um, I've had glass. I've had problems with my eyesight and glasses throughout my whole entire life, even since I was a little boy. And I was sitting signing autographs one day. I took off my glasses and it just hit me like, I want to start a foundation that gives back glasses, contacts, LASIK surgery, eye exams, pretty much everything to do with uh, eyesight and kids in need. I want to I want to just create a, a, a avenue for those guys. And it started off to help out kids in need of financial support. Then it kind of evolved from financial, financial support to confidence. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of guys that wear glasses. It's a lot of kids that, that think glasses are cool just because I wear them. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I, dude. you know, I, <laughs> You know, it's a confidence element, it's a financial element and you know, for it to go, you know, ten years, man, it's uh it's incredible, man. And you know, we have we we've uh we've narrowed it down to, you know, twenty dollars Or you know, put glasses and lenses on a kid's face, so got a great team around me man and yeah. you know it's not it's not even me at this point you know it's, it's, I got LeBron James and and uh and Michael Jordan and Shaq and Kobe on my team man and yeah. it's really just grown to you know a, a place where it has legs and feet of its own so I'm truly uh humbled and blessed to be in a situation you know to use my platform uh you know for for positive and you know Uncle Ben said it best on Spider-Man he said <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility yeah. and I'm just trying to do my part to you know help everybody out.
0: You're damn right. Uncle Vaughn, man. <laughs> hey dude. Vaughn, appreciate the time. One of the best on and off the field. And we're Greenlight's gonna make a donation too. So we appreciate you coming on. Thanks for the time, my dude.
1: Hey, I appreciate you, my boy. Thanks, Chris. and whatever yeah. you need me, my boy, I got you.
0: Okay, bro. Hey, go go get that fucking trophy, man.
1: I got you, bro. Love All you, right? man.
0: You know how to do it.